Hey there, folks. Welcome to Rock and Rally Tennis, where it's all tennis, all the time. I'm James Lynn. Follow us on Twitter at Rock and Rally. That's Rock underscore and underscore Rally. And on Facebook at Facebook.com backslash Rock and Rally Tennis. Rock and Rally Tennis podcast episode number 164 is brought to you by CareerWonder.com the ultimate career resource site featuring video interviews of professionals from a wide array of industries, sharing the stories, journeys, and insights about their careers and jobs at careerwonder.com. You know, recently I was watching a recreational doubles match at my local park between two 4.0 men's teams. You know, one team was comprised of two players in their mid-60s, the other team of two players in their early 30s. I mean, in fact, the combined age of the players on the second team was less than the age of either player on the first team. You know, despite facing the rather lopsided physical matchup, now I'm talking about size, strength, speed, quickness, reflex, and overall athleticism, the team of mature players handled its younger opponents in rather routine fashion, defeating them in straight sets. You know, over the years, I have seen this type of matchup at the club and recreational levels a countless number of times, and usually with the same results. One of the common denominators of these matches is where on the court the mature pairing often plays from, which is a few feet inside the baseline, otherwise known as no man's land. In this podcast, I'd like to talk about the keys to playing and winning against opponents who play doubles from this part of the court. You know, in the current era where first strike or power tennis seems to be the preferred playstyle for many players, whether in singles or doubles, no man's land is typically an area of the court where you move in to hit your shot and move out. The general rule of thumb as it relates to no man's land is don't linger, unless there's a good reason to do so. As I discussed in podcast episode number 147, no man's land is currently or commonly used as home base by many senior players, particularly in doubles. Now, it's understandable why playing from this area of the court is an ideal option for many mature players as it enables those players who have, you know, maybe limited quickness and mobility to effectively cover the court. Essentially, they can get the most balls with just two or three steps. Now, getting back to the match I referenced earlier, it should come as no surprise that the team of mature players did just that. They played pretty much the entire match from no man's land, getting a lot of balls back into play ultimately frustrating outplaying and defeating their younger, more athletic opponents. So, what is the best way to go about playing doubles against these players who camp out and play from no man's land? Well, the general approach is the same as when playing against any opponent. You've got to get them out of their comfort zone, make them uncomfortable. Now, in this particular case, where it's the classic battle of superior athleticism and physicality of more youthful players, versus the experience and craftiness of more mature and seasoned players, I encourage players to employ a simple strategy when facing off against these players who play from no man's land. As with just about everything, it starts with having the proper mindset. In this case, it's be patient, be smart, be disciplined. Now the thing to keep in mind is that it's doubles, where it's already fairly challenging to hit clean winners or to hit through your opponents. It's tough enough as it is, let alone when your opponents are playing from no man's land. Look, you're not going to be very effective uh, if all you're doing is blasting away at your opponents trying to hit winners. It's not likely when they're playing that far away from the net in that part of the court. Players who play primarily from this part of the court are typically very adept at hitting balls on the half volley on the rise and out of the air. You've got to be patient. Expect your opponents to get a lot of balls back into play. 
which in turn means that you and your playing partner will also be hitting a lot of balls. Now, you've got to be smart. One thing you've got to be aware of when playing against opponents who camp out at no man's land is that they typically are not very offensive in nature. Their shots are generally not overwhelming with pace or spin, and on most occasions, their primary strategy is simply to engage you in a battle of nerves, patience, and attrition. As obvious as this may sound, you've got to make each of your shots count. Make them work. Get them on the move and off of their comfortable spots on court and make them hit a lot of balls from the non-no-man's-land parts of the court. You've got to be prudent with your shot selection. Prioritize shot placement and execution over pure pace. Employ a variety of spins, speed, trajectory, angles, and depths to stretch your opponents. Now, for example, one effective tactic against these type of players is to aim your shots at their feet, which will often induce a half volley, low volley, or other defensive shot. You know, this sets up the point nicely for you uh, or your playing partner to finish off the point, or at the very least, to put your opponents in an even more vulnerable position. Another effective tactic against these mature, savvy players who camp out at no man's land is the short dink followed by a sky lob. Ideally, this tactic should be employed early on in the match. The main objective here is multifold. Of course, you're trying to win the point, but you're also setting the tone or planting the seed for the rest of the match that you intend to move them off of their comfort spots and make them earn their points. This part of the objective is not about instant gratification, but rather delayed gratification. Last and certainly not least is to play with discipline. <laughs> Believe me, I see this very frequently with this type of matchup. When you've got youthful exuberance on your side, along with a significant edge in athleticism and physicality, it's very easy to get frustrated when the other team keeps getting the ball back, and even more so when they out-rally you. Leverage the fact that your team has the edge in athleticism and physicality. Don't let it become a liability by trying to prematurely end a point with poor focus and shot selection. Heck, if you've got the edge over your opponents in athleticism and physicality, and all they can do is defend from no man's land, then you should not be concerned about being overpowered, outrun, outreflexed, and outlasted. This is when you absolutely have to be disciplined about your approach and execution and stick to your plan. Folks, when it comes to playing opponents in doubles who use no man's land as a home base, the strategy is simple. Get them out of that part of the court and force them to play from, well, everywhere else. Make them work. Make them earn everything. Understand the underlying reasons why they play from that part of the court in the first place and approach your match with the proper mindset. Be patient, be smart, be disciplined, and enjoy greater success against these players. Well, that's all for this episode, folks. Thanks for joining us at Rock and Rally Tennis. Please subscribe to our podcast at rockandrallytennis.com. I'm James Lynn. See you next time.